Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, now time to get away with the man who's won seven times on the Charles Tour. He is the defending champion of the VS Clearwater Open as well. Josh Geary, good morning, Josh. How are you? Morning, lads. Going well, thanks. That's the story, mate. You're looking forward to defending the title. Does that add any extra pressure, or do you just kind of feel that much more comfortable with the course? <laughs> um, not so much extra pressure. No, I'm looking forward to it. Still is um, a good week down here. The um, the course is really good. It's a nice sort of championship layout. So um, yeah, I do like it. So I'm looking forward to the week. How do you approach it, Josh? Obviously, I had a crack at it last year. No good. No good. So any any tips? Um, yeah, I, you just sort of can't put too much weight on it. Just kind of you know go through your routines and do your normal day to day stuff, and um, yeah, not get too caught up in, in the results. I guess. Beautiful, mate. Look, it's a difficult course, and if the wind's not blowing, I'm sure you're going to have a, a good couple of days. I'll be there Thursday, so we'll catch up there, mate. Uh, but talk to us about Tauranga. Look, obviously comfortable heading into the final day, but you didn't start the way that you were hoping. Bogey, 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 bogey. What'd you do and what'd you uh, say to yourself to get yourself out of that moment? Yeah, it was a funny, funny odd day. I mean, the longer you play golf, I guess nothing kind of surprised you these days. Um, I was definitely looking forward to a, like you said, a pretty stress-free day. But, yeah, a poor start. It was quite gusty, the wind, and it was quite tough. But the boys um, I was playing with didn't find it so tough, and they were they were going really well. So the combination of me not, not going well and them going great, it was like, yeah, the lead had gone after about six holes. So I just sort of pulled myself aside and just, you know, just said it's got to change at some point. Uh, it usually does, the momentum. So I just kind of dug deep and, and just ground it out. Hey Josh, thanks for joining us this morning. You've just come back from a break. How'd you how'd you sort of enjoy your time out, just uh, relaxing? And and what have you got from that uh, time out? Yeah, I was just kind of at that kind of burnout phase, I guess. I've done this for eighteen odd years, um, full time, and I just was mentally burnt out. So I put the clubs away for three or four months and just sort of wanted to get a whole new. Um, I guess sort of uh, get your head right and, and just think about why you're playing and what you're doing and so it was really good just to get that reset um, yeah so the time away did me really well and I've come back the game's close to being back but the, my head's really fresh which makes a big difference. Josh a lot of people dust off the clubs and go for a hit when they want to unwind so when the clubs are <laughs> your job what do you do? What did you do in that break to unwind and, and, and you know sort of maybe get out of your head a bit? Um, yeah, through the winter, the weather wasn't great, so it wasn't like I was outside and enjoying life too much. But um, looking after my daughter two days a week was, was awesome to spend time with her. 
Um, and I got out and done a bit of fishing too. Fishing's my uh, my escape, so um, I love getting out in the water when I can. But I'd like to get out more. But um, yeah, that's that's my uh, my big hobby. Uh, Joshy, obviously coming up to oh, I don't want to say your age, but you, you know you've been in the golf game for a very long time. You've you've played in some unreal tours. You know you've been a part of the European Tour. You played at an Open Championship. Seeing the Kiwis' success on the World Say Foxy, Dan Hillier, is that something that you're aspiring to still achieve? Yeah, I've just sort of taken that time off to just basically figure out what I want to do with it all. Um, and I'm still kind of in that phase. As long as I, I'm playing these next few weeks, and if I can get the, I guess, the enjoyment and spark back, which is, is starting to come along, then, then I'll get back out there. I'm just trying to plot a plan of where to go, um, maybe through Asia, uh, would be the first step. So yeah, I'm just in that sort of phase now of planning my next my next steps, I guess. But that definitely is inspiring to watch. So many Kiwis going well overseas right now. Does that give you a bit of confidence, knowing that you used to be able to beat those buggers? Yeah, absolutely. No, it does help. <laughs> and even watching a lot of the names that are doing well on the you know European tour, especially of you know I've played with most of those guys, and I know where their games are at and I know what's possible for me. It's just now at the stage of my life with the young family and that, it's whether I want to sacrifice, I guess, time with them to do it. It's quite a um, quite a lifestyle change, spending a lot of time overseas. So I'm just trying to work out that balance of, you know, life at home uh, and on tour right now. Josh, the, we saw at the uh, the Dunhill Links, um, Matt Fitzpatrick, he won that, but he also took out the Pro-Am playing with his mum. Um, you got a pro-am on Thursday. Who are you playing with, and how do you reckon your mum would go? Um, that's a good point. I'm not sure who I'm playing with. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> mum passed away a couple of years ago, so there's no chance of playing with her. But um, the old man's pretty keen on his golf, um, so I'd maybe get him out there at some point. Man, who's who's the best? Mate. Who's the best hacker you've played with? You know, you've been the best amateur you've played <laughs> with in one of those things, and you don't have to say is he just because he's on the line. <laughs> Um, I'd tell you what, we had a Pro-Am yesterday and the boys were pretty sharp. Ended up winning the, the Pro-Am, so they went pretty well off their handicaps. Um, but actually, that Dunhill Links I played a few years ago with Alan Lamb, who was the English cricket, um, yeah. captain of the cricket team. Yep. And uh, he was pretty sharp. He was, a, he was a good man, good company, and he was on fire. We made the uh, made the team cut with me not playing so well. So we had a uh, great three or four days at the Dunhill Links. Yeah. Mate, Joshy only plays with the the big wigs, mate. He's usually rolling around with uh, Rod Duke or people like that. That uh, you know, just the big wigs of the of the tournaments is old Joshy Gary. Hey, Josh, obviously that you spoke about the Asian tours. It's a genuine pathway for a lot of Kiwi golfers, mate. Like, what, what's it like on this Asian tour? And they're quite lucrative, aren't they? Yeah, uh, the Asian tour, I think, is only going to go from strength to strength um, mm. in the next few years. It's already increased in person, and they're uh, I guess their pathway to live tour as well is a possibility now. I think we've got two or three spots through that tour uh, to the live tour. So, yeah, it's unlike up in Asia, it's usually pretty hot, which is good with the older body parts moving a bit bit more freely. So I'd rather that than uh, than the cold for sure. Um, I... And it's a bit closer to home and, and uh, not as many weeks on the road. So that could suit me quite nicely. Josh, when, you, when you've when you taken the time out and you've reset your course, what, what does that course actually look like? What, what would your horizon be um, when you when you finally reach it? 
Um, yeah, like I said, I'm still trying to figure all that out. It's just, it's, um, yeah, plotting these next steps. But I think someone like Asia and, and Aussie would be would be good. Uh, and it'd be nice to tick off a couple of wins over there. Um, yeah, to sort of, get, yeah, just kind of, I don't know, it's, it's, it's all up in the air right now, but I'm, I'm making the plans as we speak. Other than yourself, Josh, who is the next... Uh... A line of golfers that are potentially going to crack on. You've got some young Sam Jones, you've got Kasuma Kabori, you've got Joshua Bai, who just missed out on the US Amateur last year. We have some pretty sharp golfers coming through the ranks. Yeah, there's a good little, um, like you said, a good little pod right now. Kazuma's a very good player, uh, won a lot of big events already, and he's only only young. Um, Josh Bai, I played with in Tauranga, looks very impressive, like you said, and he's only you know, 17, 18. And um, Dan Ford as well, who just won the Mount Tournament by, by quite a lot, and he's only probably 17, 18 as well. So I think we've got a pretty exciting uh, young batch of guys who are, I'm not sure if they're going to go to college or if they're turning pro, but um, in the next three or four years, I'm expecting some big things from those boys. What is needed from your experience, Josh, for these players to be able to kick on? Like, obviously, a bit of luck, but you know, from any support or, or what is needed from, from you know, pundits around their supporters, sponsors, uh, for them to be able to do what they do. Yeah, definitely a bit of money behind them in terms of sponsorship takes the pressure off having to really, you know, uh, grind it out financially, and it gives you a bit more freedom with uh, options of maybe taking coaches with you or you know, trainers and all that sort of stuff. Um, but just exposure to bigger events. And, and the guys turning pro now, I think the transition is not as a, as big of a jump as it was back in my day. I think these guys are already training like the pros and playing schedules that are similar already. Um, yeah, so I think those guys will make a pretty easy transition. How important is it on the New Zealand golfing landscape that this Charles Tour uh, really uh, beds in and continues to kick on and grow because I think what well, we've got three tournaments this time round. You've had Tauranga, you've got obviously Clearwater, and then we go to the, uh, the Naki at the end of the month. Yeah, massive. Um, I'm a massive advocate for it. It's like I said, all these top amateurs coming through now, I think their exposure to these events over the last three or four or five years, um, just the competition, I guess, they're exposed to playing with a few pros like myself and Foxy and Hendry when they're home. Um, instead of them being the ones, I guess, winning everything, they're sort of having to compete to win these events. So just the extra competition um, and then giving it a little insight to see, you know, like myself and Mike and those boys, how we're doing. Um, they can compare themselves to, to us and it just it makes that transition a lot easier. And the, and the more events they can play in like these, uh, the better for them. And it's great for us too. Hey, Josh, you obviously Mike played in, in Tauranga and, you know, he shot even. He hadn't played any golf for, for a very long time for, for obvious reasons. How was he hitting it? Did you have a little quick look at it, how he was striking it? Uh, I did, actually. That, that looks really good. He, his swimming looks great. Um, he was just worried about his fitness more than anything, but I caught up to him yesterday and he said, no, he's, he's been going pretty well. He's been playing almost every day for the last three weeks. I think his scores are getting better and better, so it won't be long before he's uh, he's back at it too. Joshy, we appreciate you coming on the show, mate. Thank you so much for your time, and well done on winning Tauranga, and let's hope you can go back-to-back at Clearwater. We'll see you on Thursday, bud. Awesome, mate. Cheers, boys. There we go. Josh Geary with us, mate. Uh, yeah, and uh, sounds it sounds like he's... 
he's doing well. That break did him well as well as he is. Games obviously, um, you know, right, right there, right where he wants it to be at the moment, winning uh, Tauranga. Yeah, I had a chat to him um, when we went to the Mike Hendry fundraiser the other week, and I said, "How you going?" He said, oh, "I have been playing golf. I took a couple of months off." And I said, "Like actually not playing golf? Have you just put the clubs away?" He didn't pick up a club once throughout that break. And if you're a golf enthusiast and you love playing the game, it's quite funny how it works. You go away, and you you know you're playing constantly, you're getting frustrated, your head, you know your thoughts get in your head, and you're trying to overthink everything. And it just turns pear shape. You go away, you forget about it, you come back, and you absolutely just strike one. And it all just clicks. I, I think it's, it's vital for these top golfers just to take a break away from the game. And he's come back, and he's just said himself, his game's not quite there, but when you're winning a tournament, particularly in the Charles Tour, not far um, off. You know, yeah. it's great. It's not far well, off. And he's on golf, mate. Like, he's, he ran off a couple of his names. He missed out a young kid from Hawks Bay, Zach Schwanick. He is absolute class. So I had a, a dinner with New Zealand Golf. They reckon um, he's a name for the future. A young kid who's, uh, I think he's still at Teradale High School. Crazy. Mate, I mean, he mentioned a lot of those guys that he talked about was 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, <laughs> 18. And I, I did wonder how much of that is, you know, those guys are a bit fearless. Like they don't have any of that emotional or mental baggage of having, you know, shot resilient over somewhere really, or whatever. It's resilience that they need because, you know, they're out there hitting balls all the time and practicing and going to tournaments and traveling you know that's what that's what josh was saying you just get on top of him and he needs some time out get well away from it to reset um and come back and you know he's still working out where he actually wants to be so you know i think it is a young man's game it is a young man's game they're hitting the ball longer um you know the 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 players that you're on the on the on the top of the game are a hell of a lot younger coming through and you know, New Zealand's in a good space. I suppose when we've got those kids that you rattle off, as you know, they can go out there and they can compete. And you know, as long as they've got the resilience to hang in there, a few, like you said, Josh has beaten all those blokes. A few wins, and and you're on top of the world. Yeah, a few wins and you know, a bit of confidence building. A lot of these kids, the the hardest thing for them is pressure, particularly from parents. You know, um, I've heard stories of parents that. <laughs> Yeah, putting so much pressure on, on these young kids, and it actually can sh- turn them away from the game. But there is a balance. You know, they're trying to, you know, instill pressure so they can adapt and react to the, the pressure moments. Um, but sometimes it potentially can go a little bit far. But just that Charles Tour on your question there, uh, Rick Dogg, it, it is vital mm. for this country in terms of golf. You've got to have competitions. Like the, the purse is, is not great but it's still a competition when you're having high-pressure moments, tournament, tournament rules, and it's, it's a great development and pathway for these amateurs to come through knowing that they can deal with pressure moments in their own yard. So they've got to keep continuing that. Need a new mobile plan? Visit Kogan Mobile. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi yes, for breakfast. Thanks to Kevin's Warehouse, keeping you healthy this <laughs> spring. Um, shortly we'll get to more of your texts on double eight double three and announce the winner of that $100 Adidas golf voucher as well.